Open your Bible to Exodus chapter five. Uh, the last time we were together, uh, we saw that uh, the Lord said that Aaron would be used as Moses' mouthpiece. Today, we are looking at the uh, effects of what happened after that in Exodus chapter five. And the title of today's lesson is Israel's Labor Increase. Open to Exodus chapter five and let's read. Exodus 5. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go, so that they may hold a festival to me in the desert. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. Then they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, or he may strike us with plagues or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said, Moses and Aaron, why are you taking the people away from their labor? Get back to your work. Then Pharaoh said, Look, the people of the land are now numerous, and you are stopping them from working. The same day, Pharaoh gave this order to the slave drivers and foremen in charge of the people. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw, but require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the men so that they keep working and pay no attention to lies. Then the slave drivers and the foreman went out and said to the people, This is what Pharaoh says. I will not give you any more straw. Go and get your own straw wherever you can find it, but your work will not be reduced at all. So the people scattered all over Egypt to gather stubble to use for straw. The slave drivers kept pressing them, saying, Complete the work required of you for each day, just as when you had straw. The Israelite foremen, appointed by Pharaoh's slave drivers, were beaten and were asked, Why didn't you meet your quota of bricks yesterday or today as before? Then the Israelite foreman went and appealed to Pharaoh, Why have you treated your servants this way? Your servants are given no straw, yet we are told, Make bricks. Your servants are being beaten, but the fault is with your own people. Pharaoh said, Lazy. That's what you are, lazy. That is why you keep saying, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw, yet you must produce your full quota of bricks. The Israelite foreman realized they were in trouble when they were told, You are not to reduce the number of bricks required of you for each day. When they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them, and they said, May the Lord look upon you and judge you. You have made us a stench to Pharaoh and his officials, and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you brought trouble upon this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble upon this people, and you have not rescued your people at all. Now, this chapter starts out with a conjunction and an adverb and afterward, which is referring back to the end of chapter 4, where Moses and Aaron had assembled uh, the elders of Israel. Uh, notice verse 1, and afterward. Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may celebrate a feast to me in the wilderness. Now, Pharaoh gives them an answer in verse 2. 
Uh, but Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord. And besides, I will not let Israel go. Aaron and Moses uh, have a question for Pharaoh and Pharaoh answers. Now, uh, in verses three through five, we see that Moses and Aaron asked Pharaoh again to let the Hebrews go. Look at verses three through five. Then they said, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Lust he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you draw the people away from their work? Get back to your labors. Again, Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are now many and you would have them cease from their labors. Now, Pharaoh isn't listening to Aaron and Moses, but insists that they are just trying to get them out of work. And this is uh, the theme of what Pharaoh believes is going on. Not that they really want to worship to the Lord, their God, but somehow he that somehow the two of them are trying to pull them away from their task. Now, Pharaoh's response is to make the work harder on the Hebrews than before. Notice verses six through nine. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters over the people and their foremen, saying, you are no longer to give the people straw to make brick as previously. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. But the quarter of bricks which they were making previously, you shall impose on them. You are not to reduce any of it because they are lazy. Therefore, they cry out. Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let the labor be heavier on the men and let them work at that. Uh, let them work at it that they may pay no attention to false words. Uh, now, remember. The Lord said his heart would be hardened. Now, see, he doesn't believe Moses and Aaron are telling the truth. So this is the way of uh, this is his way of getting back at the people. He, he, you know, he thinks that Moses and Aaron are basically trying to pull one over on him. So now he decides that he's going to take it out on the people. But remember, the Lord said that he would harden his heart. And here is the very example of it. And let, let me stop and uh, touch on that for a minute, because a lot of people uh, do not understand what it means when it says the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. Some people think, well, the Lord was being unfair and unjust, but the truth is, is that the Lord, Pharaoh already wasn't going to let them go, but the Lord hardening his heart means that he was going to make sure that Pharaoh uh, didn't somehow have a change of heart because the Lord is going to show himself mighty in front of all of them. Now, uh, how did Pharaoh get back at the people? Look at verses 10 and 11. So the taskmasters of the people and their foremen went out and spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I am not going to give you any straw. You go and get straw for yourselves wherever you can find it, but none of your labor will be reduced. So here we see what's going to happen. Obviously, we see before Pharaoh had the taskmasters bring in the straw, put it down for the people, and the people got to work. But now the people are having to go out and gather themselves. Now, Taskmasters have no mercy on them and take it out on the foreman. Um, look at verses uh, 12 through 14. So the people scatter through all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. And the taskmasters pressed them, saying, complete your work quota, your daily amount, just as when you had straw. Moreover, the foremen of the sons of Israel, whom Pharaoh taskmaster has set over them, were beaten and were 
asks, why have you not completed your required amount either yesterday or today in making brick as previous? Now, um, the uh, even though Israel, the Israelites are slaves, uh, the Pharaoh's taskmasters picked certain ones to be over the people. Let's just assume they did it by age. They took some uh, men and said, you know, he looks like he's of age. He will be over this section. And maybe they put different foremen over uh, the people and then they were over the foremen. So when the bricks were not made and the quarters were not met, the taskmasters beat the foremen as a way of showing the people that they meant business. Now, the foremen are wondering why they are being beaten and not given any straw. Notice verses 15 through 16. Then the foremen of the sons of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why do you deal this way with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants, yet they keep saying to us, Make bricks, and behold, your servants are being beaten. But it is the fault of your own people. So the foremen have now all gone into Pharaoh and are crying out to him saying, hey, what's, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why are you doing this? Pharaoh answers. Look at verses 17 and 18. But he said, you are lazy, very lazy. Therefore, you say, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. So go now and work for you shall be given no straw. Yet you must deliver the quota of bricks. Uh, Pharaoh believes they only want to worship the Lord because they, they don't want to work. Plain and simple. Now, the foremen blame Moses and Aaron. Look at verses uh, 19 through 21. The foremen of the sons of Israel saw that they were in trouble because they were told you must not reduce your daily quota of bricks. When they left Pharaoh's presence, they met Moses and Aaron as they were waiting for them. And they said to them, excuse me, may the Lord look upon you and judge you for you have made us odious in Pharaoh's sight and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. Obviously, the foreman uh, did not believe Yahweh had spoken to Aaron and Moses because instead of having faith, they came out angry at the two brothers. Now, uh, Moses uh, goes back and asks the Lord why he has not delivered the people. We close out with verses 22 through 23. And Moses returned to the Lord and said, O Lord, why hast thou brought harm to this people? Why, why dost thou ever, why did thou ever send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he has done harm to this people, and thou hast not delivered thy people at all. So Moses goes back before the Lord, and uh, he is also obviously in his flesh too, because he is giving in to the sorrows of the people. He's feeling sorry for the people. So he goes and asks the Lord, Lord, you asked me to do these things, but it has gotten worse. Obviously, he doesn't realize that the Lord is in control and that he is going to do a mighty work uh, as he said he would do. All right, people, that brings us to the end of Exodus uh, chapter five, Israel's labor increase. That's all for now. God bless.